going on everybody what's going on i hope you guys are having a good day my name is dr boyce watkins and welcome to drboycetv.com the home for intelligent black people so today we're going to talk about joe biden we're going to talk about whether or not joe biden is going to be fried from the broken economy or will joe biden be fried by rising inflation will joe biden be uh body slammed by the actions of his son hunter or will he uh be hit hard by these crazy poll results so i'm going to break it all down for you and also tell you guys what's going on in the economy. And at the end of the conversation, I'm going to tell you a little bit about what I've learned about uh, it's certain investments that I think you may want to make because uh, this is where the money's at. So get comfortable, buck up seatbelt. We're going to get started on drboystv.com right now. Here we are, clan, the isms, cataclysm, great. Our people out here struggling, trying to make it in this state. Everybody out here doing it, but we the ones who late. Now, family, we the ones who got to delegate. Get that money in the power, never be fake. Stick to co-sign for three. What did he say? Uh, create jobs, support our own. Educate the same and buy back your home. Got three degrees, triple ten. Three PhDs, now we on the CNN. DBTV, let's talk about negligence. Ignorance is bliss, but we can turn it to intelligence. Please, none of what you hear, half of what you see. Let's break it down here on Dr. Boyce TV. Hey, everybody, what's going on? Welcome to drboystv.com, the home for intelligent black people. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins, and uh, I want to say hi to everybody on Instagram. Also, my Instagram is the real Boyce Watkins. Shout out what city you're from. Uh, let me know what city you're from. I'd like to see what city you guys are from. And uh, I want to give a special shout out and thank you to New Orleans. I just went to New Orleans this week and it was a wonderful experience. And uh, I'm going to tell you, there's no place like Night New Orleans. You know, just the culture is so great. And you have great people down there like B1 and uh, D1. I'm sorry, D1, D1, who's B1 and Julian Gordon and others. And uh, also, let's see, I see uh, Chicago from Aura, uh, Oaktown, Harlem, New Orleans. Okay, New Orleans, the DMV for Kim. Uh, Eric, uh, Eric, was that Baton Rouge, Eric? Uh, let's see. Somebody said, Dr. Boyce, who takes y'all's photos? Oh, I sometimes I just do selfies. Carmen's in Indianapolis. I see you. Clarence, San Francisco. Renita from Chicago. Uh, let's see. Unstable Intellect from Houston, Texas. Oh, that's a scary name. The Unstable Intellect. I think you might be my sibling. Now, who knows? Some people think I'm unstable, but I, I like to think I'm pretty balanced. I don't know what y'all think. Anyway, uh, what's going on? Uh, I see Atlanta, Miami, D.C., Detroit. So good to see everybody. All right. So let's jump into it. All right. So, um, uh, here, so let me ask you all this. How many of y'all have been sort of seeing uh, just some of the news and the polls and the results as it relates to Joe Biden uh, the last few days? Uh, there, were, there was a poll released on his position as uh, as a as as president in terms of what people think about him. And I'm going to tell you, I'll give you a foreshadow. People don't think very highly of him at all. Uh, right now, the majority of Americans are not happy with his performance. And uh, there's a lot of stuff we could talk about. I'm going to break some of this down for you and, and also spin it. I want to spin it back to an economic conversation, because at the end of the day, I want you guys to know how to kind of make moves uh, economically that are going to benefit your family. And at the end of the conversation, I'm going to tell you a little bit about some stocks that I found that I that I've invested in that may help your family. So we'll talk about that toward the end of the podcast. So until then, do me a favor, hit the thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up, share, subscribe. Also, I want to remind everybody, uh, if you live in Atlanta, and you want to uh, join uh, our speed dating event. My wife, Alicia, who is a couples counselor and a professor of social work, and she just loves to matchmake. She's hosting a speed dating event. D1's going to be there as well. And so if you'd like to join, just go to voiceandalicia.com, and you can uh, actually sign up. That's voiceandalicia.com. 
Uh, but just don't be bringing no foolishness or no chaos or nothing because we don't do that up in here. We do drama-free stuff. We want people to be happy, not not further traumatized. So don't be coming to traumatizing nobody. All right. So anyway, let's let's get started. Let's jump in. All right. So uh, here's the thing with Joe Biden that's really interesting. So I was reading today about his. Um, First of all, his poll numbers were just terrible. Uh, I was, you know, the, the White House, uh, they have this black lady now, Karen Jean-Pierre, I think that's her name. I think she might have been on MSNBC. I don't really watch that channel. I don't watch MSNBC or Fox. I don't watch MSNBC or Fox. Because like, I got friends on both sides. I got friends that watch MSNBC all day. And all they do is constantly tell me how we're all going to die from COVID. Uh, they tell me that the that the um, that the January 6th insurrection was the worst thing that ever could have happened in the last hundred years, even though I still don't understand how these people were going to take over the government. I mean, the Pentagon's right down the street. You spend, you know, a trillion dollars a year on your military. I don't get it. Right. Uh, and, and, but then but then but then, and then they blame everything on Trump. Right. Which is hard to do now because he's been gone for a while. And then I go over to Fox News. Right. Fox News. Makes you think all the immigrants are going to come over and kill everybody. Uh, they also tend to uh, just really do a good job of scaring old people. And uh, and so uh, so really, I kind of just stay away from any of that. I think the extremism is very unhealthy. Uh, I know a lot of you sit on different sides of the spectrum. And what I would probably encourage you to do the most is uh, to just have an open mind, like try to understand, like challenge yourself. That's a test of your intellect, actually, is can you hear another point of view that's completely different from your own and actually empathize with that person? Not sympathize, not agree, not say I, I align with you, but just say, OK, I can see where you're coming from. Like, so a good test might be Roe versus Wade. Right? I started I didn't know how I felt about Roe v. Wade until I really broke it down. And I thought I was pro-life. But then I realized I said, wait a minute, I think I'm actually pro-choice, but I align with pro-life values. Like I don't want, I don't want to, I don't want to kill no baby. Like that makes me feel bad, you know. But then at the same time, I mean, who am I to tell somebody what they can and can't do? And you have all these extreme, you know what I mean? Like, so I think that those are good conversations I think you're allowed to have. And I would encourage you to do that. You know, my my thing when it comes to politics is uh, I want to encourage y'all, and I can say it to y'all because you're you're pretty smart people, that's why you're here. It's just don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. Uh, stupidity is when you start thinking in a one-dimensional way. Stupidity is when you just rolling with the clique. You rolling with the gang. You in the Democratic gang or the Republican gang, and you 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 just riding riding along party lines. So you a Republican, and because you believe in the Second Amendment, you know a bunch of kids could get shot up at a school at an elementary school, and they don't bother you. You know because you still need. We need to have the first one. They trying to take our guns away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But same thing is true with liberals. Some of that liberal stuff is weird. Um. I don't believe, for example, that a man can call himself a woman and then go compete in women's sports. That's weird. That's crazy. I don't believe that there's like 58 genders or something. I think they said that there's like 58 different genders. I think that's stupid. Um, I think that there are lots of ideas that, that are weird over there on the left and, and things on the right that don't sit well with me. So I think you have to find your own spot. Um, in fact, I would say that uh, I don't want to be Democrat. I don't want to be Republican. I just want to be black. And being black can mean all different things in different situations. So let's have a black conversation about Joe Biden. First thing I'm, I'm just going to throw out the elephant in the middle of the room. Did y'all hear this stuff about his, his son, Hunter? Like, I, I just got to say, I mean, the president of the United States got a son on crack who's going taking hookers across state lines. I mean, they, they hacked into it's crazy to me. It's what's interesting is how the media will not talk about Hunter Biden at all. Like they want to, like they're like, we, we don't talk about Hunter. You know, like that's how we don't talk about Bruno. Like we don't talk about Hunter. No, no, no. Like they literally act like, like it's so crazy. So you got a big elephant in the middle of the damn living room. The elephant is, is roaring. Roar! 
He's knocking furniture over, and you're like nothing to see here. Nothing. The elephant done took a dump in the middle of the living room, and everybody smells the elephant poop, and the, the, the living room's torn. And you're acting like there's no elephant in the room. That's crazy to me. That's so crazy. Like, can, let's just an example. What if he were Barack Obama's son? What if Barack had a son who was a thug who was slanging dope and hanging with hookers and smoking crack? Do, do you think that the media would cover that? I don't know. What do y'all think? Do you think that, what if it was my son? You know what I mean? It's it's the craziest thing. So 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 I just think, but but I think they can't they can't ignore it anymore. I think this guy is not just an embarrassment to the family. That's one thing, right? I mean, you can think what you want about people to smoke crack and hang out with hookers. Don't do that because it's not healthy. But there's criminality here. Like there's legitimate, like his son should be up in prison type stuff. And and you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me, I wrote a book in 2004 called What If George Bush Were a Black Man? And I wrote that book because I said, with some of this stuff that these privileged white boys can get away with, brothers don't get that kind of leeway. You know, when you grow up, especially if you, I said, so what I did was I took George Bush and I just did. Uh, I, I I created a doppelganger. I said, what if you had a black guy who was just like George Bush? They grew up in the hood and he wasn't necessarily a criminal, but what? But sometimes he broke the law or he wasn't necessarily the dumbest guy in the room, but he wasn't the smartest. He wasn't the, the laziest person around, but he wasn't the hardest working. What happens to this guy? So I took a bunch of statistics and I said, based on the way the educational system is structured, based on the way the economic system is structured, based on the way the criminal justice system is structured, this guy, George Bush, not only would he not have been president, but he wouldn't have, he probably would have died or went to prison. He'd be dead or in jail, right? Because the margin of error for black men is so low. And I think Hunter Biden is a wonderful opportunity to really explore just what that privilege does. It's not, and it's not just white privilege. Part of it's being white, but there's plenty of white guys that smoke crack and hang with hookers that, that did go to jail, that paid a price for that. But it's also wealth. It's wealth and it's power and all these other things, right? <coughs> Excuse me, I'm choking. Let me choke for a minute. Hold on. <coughs> Sorry, guys. Forgive me. But the, uh, the, so the thing with Hunter Biden is, is this guy should have been in jail. We know this. Um, I've, <coughs> oh gosh, hold on, give me one second, everybody. Hit the thumbs up button while I finish choking real quick. Hold on. So the thing about Hunter is that you know he, he's. I can imagine at some point he's going to be held accountable, and I think that the idea that the media is ignoring his existence pretty much is utterly fascinating. You know, and 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 they act like it's a non-issue, like it's not. It doesn't matter. No, he's a national security risk. He's putting government secrets on his laptop. He's selling access to his father. He's putting his father. He's connecting his father to dangerous, corrupt people. And it reminds me of a lot of what uh, what happened with Trump as well. Remember Trump, uh, his 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 liability among many. He had many many flaws. This man was screwed up in a lot of ways. I've been following Trump for thirty years. Trump's biggest uh, issue, I recall, in the in in, in the White House was. He was, I believe he was so indebted to Russian gangsters. Like, if you look at the history of Russia, one day you should read that. Russia is kind of a very corrupt gangster-type country because after the Berlin Wall fell, they kind of just started being run by these gangster-affiliated-type people. Vladimir Putin is an extension of that. So Trump, uh, because he's done so much business in Russia, and also remember he was in a shady business to begin with. He was in boxing and, and, and casinos and all that. That's, that's super shady. That's that's mafia written all over it. So Trump was connected in that kind of way to the point where they probably had things on him. They probably had, you know, maybe some debts 
maybe some uh, secrets that he didn't want revealed. So Trump was a, a national security risk too. Hunter Biden is just as much of a national security risk. So I think that's interesting. I just want to talk about that because I don't feel like it would make sense to talk about Biden without talking about the Hunter thing. But here's here's some more specific things uh, that are more uh, broad based that are affecting Biden. When the economy goes south, typically your uh, political aspirations go south too. Uh, right now, the we, you know, everybody thinks we're headed to a recession. Some people believe we are in a recession right now. In fact, if you're invested in the stock market, be extremely careful because I, I did this today earlier. I shared it on my Instagram page, The Real Boyce Watkins. Uh, you know, make sure you look for the blue check mark when you check my Instagram. There's like 20 fake Boyce Watkins accounts. Look for the blue check mark. That's how you know it's me. And uh, and by the way, and I'll never send you like some sort of DM and ask you to invest in my crypto scheme or something. So don't please don't do that. I don't want you to lose money. But um, but I but I mentioned to you guys today that this stock market could fall much further than it's falling right now. Uh, there are people that really believe that because the Federal Reserve is not supporting the economy like it used to, that the, really the air could just fall out of this sucker. So you got to kind of be ready, right? Have a balanced strategy where, where you know, you can win if it goes up, but you can also protect yourself if it goes down. So just be prepared for anything. Uh, but anyway, the economy looks like it's headed south. Uh, there was, uh, we talked a couple of weeks ago about an anticipated, what they called a sentiment explosion where people felt that uh, there was an, one expert who was a pollster who felt that once people went through the 4th of July and they saw how expensive gas prices are, they when they saw how expensive food was, that they were going to get really, really pissed off at Joe Biden. So this poll sh kind of shows the result of that. His approval rating is extremely low. It's lower than it's, than it's I, I think, the lowest it's ever been. Uh, also, uh, the majority of Americans do not want him to run for president again, which makes sense because he's old. Um, I saw this interesting clip the other day where Gerald Ford actually predicted something that I've talked about here on this platform, where he said that he believes we're going to get the first female president by having a really old president with a female vice president, and the old president is going to die while he's in office, and the woman's going to end up taking over. I believe that Kamala Harris will be the next nominee for president for the Democratic Party. Uh, I don't know if she's going to win an election or not. I, I think that her popularity is kind of struggling, but I can see Kamala getting into office that way, uh, you know, because Joe, just that poor guy, I mean, that's a stressful job. That's a hard job. That would be a hard job to do if you were 35. I can't imagine doing that job at 79. You know, I, I got a I got a Nana, a mother-in-law who's 82, you know, and it's like hard work just getting up for breakfast. Like, I can't imagine her running the White House like and traveling all around the world and doing all that. I mean, that's that's just crazy. So anyway. Um, before I move on, do me a favor, hit the thumbs up button, thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up, share, subscribe. Uh, also, uh, don't forget that um, uh, in, uh, we'll be in Atlanta. We'll do our speed dating event in Atlanta. If you want to join us, just go to voiceandalicia.com. The URL is on the screen. Uh, and also in Detroit at the end of the month, I'm going to be there with Herb Strather and Gary Shelton. And they're going to do an amazing event. We're going to have bank presidents and all kinds of stuff. They're speaking on how to basically make money without any money, how to go to a bank and get big loans to get the financing you need so that you can go run your business and make your money without having to put up a lot of capital. And I love this event. It's uh, it's called the Black Wealth Builder Summit. And you can actually go to boycewalkins.com and you can find the tickets there. If you're on Instagram, just hit the link in the bio. It's all there. And uh, the reason I like this event that Herb and Gary are doing, I brought them on the channel last week, is because if you were to ask me, what is the, one of the leading problems for black people uh, that, that's keeping us from having the freedom that we want, the freedom we deserve, it's 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 wealth, right? We know that, right? And we've talked about wealth a lot. But where does wealth come from? Well, a lot of wealth comes from access to capital. It comes from literally if if banks 
we're loaning black people money the way we deserve to have money loaned to us, black wealth will go up by trillions of dollars within one generation. Because at that point, all you'd have to do, all you'd have to do is know what to do with the money. You know, like, for example, if you loan me a billion dollars right now, I know exactly what to do with a billion. I could turn it into two billion in a year. Right. Literally, literally. I mean, it's not that hard to do. But can I go to a bank as a black man uh, without, you know, a ton of collateral and get a billion dollar loan? No, I can't. Elon Musk can. Uh, and that's why Elon Musk is able to go build Tesla and SpaceX and all these other things. So if you were to ask me in the terms of the next election or future elections, one of the top priorities for black people, in my view, is that we should be putting pressure on these politicians and on these banks to say, loan us loan us money. Loan us money. Every black person who pays rent consistently should be allowed to borrow money to buy a house. Think about this. Most of you pay more money for rent than your landlord pays for his damn mortgage. Ain't that, I mean, that's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. I've had a chance, you know, because I eventually built some wealth and bought some property, I, I charge rent and I just tell the property manager, charge whatever the market rate is. And in almost every single situation, the rent that they pay me is more than the cost of the mortgage. And I say, man, this ain't fair, but you know what? It's the system that it is what it is. I just don't want to be on the wrong side of the system, but it's ridiculous to me. And a lot of y'all pay your rent on time every month and been doing that for 10, 20 years. So how the hell are you going to tell me somebody who's paying rent on time every month and been doing that for a decade can't afford a mortgage? I'm sorry. Cover your kids ears because I'm about to cuss, but that's some old raggedy ass bullshit. That is absolute bullshit. It's crazy because, you know, so, so to me, if you want to get in these politicians' faces, if you really want to get what you deserve out of these politicians, I don't want you to tell me that Black Lives Matter. I know that Black Lives Matter. I don't want you to get me all riled up about a police shooting. I, I'll go find out about that on my own. I can Google that. I need you to give me access to capital. Don't pass no anti-lynching bill. The lynchings, most of the lynchings stopped 100 years ago. Stop that stuff. Stop it. Give me the damn money. That's all. Give me the money. And I can go and I can then show the world that my life matters because I've got money to protect the people that I love. I've got the money to control my neighborhood. I've got the money to build a community. We've got the money to build stronger families. We've got the money to educate our kids because we can educate our kids. So, so here's the thing. What I want you to understand here is this. Look, I don't think you need to let these politicians, you know, they, you ever hear people say well, was somebody sunned you, like they sunned you, like they treated you like you were their son or like you were a child. I don't want them to sun you. And what I mean by that is if you go to them, and you say, well, we want more resources and they'll say, oh, well, we're going to create jobs for you. I don't want to. I don't want a damn job. I want to be the boss. I don't want a job. I want to be the investor. Right. Or or we'll we'll, we'll, uh, we'll create affordable housing for black people to live in where they can pay a, a, a rent that's affordable. I don't want to be the renter. I want to be the landlord. And where, where's which program do I sign up for that? I don't want to be the rent. No, you're not helping me. See, and this is this is the problem. You know, every Wednesday, you guys know we do Poweronomics class. We're reading Dr. Anderson's book, Dr. Claude Anderson's book, Poweronomics. Every Wednesday night, we're doing a full training on it. It's totally free to the community. Just go to boyswalkins.com and you can join us. And one of the things that Dr. Anderson speaks on so eloquently is he explains to you how this whole integration conversation was a big hustle from the jump. It was, you know, come on into our schools. We'll let you come to our schools. Well, they make money when you're sending your kids to their schools. Well, come live in our neighborhoods. You, you don't have to live in the, in your, around black people. You can live with us. Well, they make money when you go live with them. 
Well, well, come work for our companies. We need more employees. We're going to create plenty of jobs for you folks, right? Well, you make money when I'm working for you because I'm giving you my human capital. I'm giving you my labor supply. Do you understand? So what you got to understand is that, that you've been duped. You've been played. You've been lied to. The, the real win, the real win is being at the top of the economic game. And let me just tell you like this. Economic warfare is everywhere. It's practiced all around the world. It's practiced on you because many of us are not a yet conditioned to understand the importance of economic intelligence and teaching that to children. We, we sure we know how to teach them basketball and football and send them to dance class and uh, in the cheerleading camp. But we don't teach them economics. So economic warfare is executed all around the world and is executed on you. Let me give you an example of economic warfare. My wife and I were driving back from uh, uh, from our trip to New Orleans. We had just gone down to hang out with Julian Gordon. We saw D1. And literally, there was hundreds of black people there who all bought their first multifamily home. It, Julian's our, our, our dean of real estate in the black business school. Only multifamily property is a great step to wealth. And I was so super happy for everybody there. So we're driving and we're listening to uh, to a podcast. And, uh, and I don't know what it was. It was on Spotify. And they mentioned something that was really fascinating. They said that, <clears throat> that the Chinese had come in, that a Chinese company had come in and bought and literally bought and, and controlled, I think, the entire, what was it? They I think they bought and, and took complete control of the largest chicken and pork producer in North America. And then when uh, inflation hit, they shut down the entire Western division of the largest chicken and pork producer in North America. Now, they said that it was because the prices were too high and they wanted to shut down because they couldn't manage the prices or whatever. Some people said it may not that may not be the case. This may actually be economic warfare in disguise. What they might be doing is buying your company, shutting it down so that then you'll have to get your your chicken and pork from China. Right. So so now is this going on? I don't know. This is a theory that was laid out there. It makes perfect sense. It happens all the time. This is how economics is used as an act of war. Economics is used as a way to get slaves. You don't think when you're on the corporate plantation and you got to ask permission to go to the bathroom or permission to spend time with your kids that you're not on that slavery spectrum on some level. So, so what I'm saying to you, black people, is that if you really want to win this fight, if you really want to fight for equality and progress and power and all these things we talk about, you gotta you gotta harness that economics. So when it comes to these politicians, I don't want to hear anything Biden. I don't want to hear any conversation when it comes to black votes other than something that's economics. It starts maybe starts with reparations. Uh, I want to see tens of billions, if not hundreds of billions of dollars made available. I think every black person in this country who pays rent consistently should be able to buy, borrow enough money to get a mortgage. Do you understand how much of a difference your wealth, your family economic situation is uh, uh, it, affected by you owning a home versus paying rent? When you pay rent, you buy a house for your landlord. When you have the mortgage, you're buying a house for yourself. That's massive because property values tend to go up. OK, so anyway, uh, that was one of the things that came to my mind as I was thinking about this thing with, in Detroit with Herb Strather and Gary Shelton. These two guys, they're, they're affiliates in the Black Business School. They've done a lot of work with us. They have done over two billion dollars worth of real estate deals. These are OGs that deserve your respect 100 percent. Like you need to know your kids need to know about these guys before they learn about their favorite rapper who can't even pronounce his mama's name. Like these are guys 
that have figured things out. So I would encourage you just go take a look. Feel free. We're going to be in Detroit July 29th through the 31st. It's called the Black Wealth Builders Summit. There not only will I be speaking there and Dr. Claude Anderson will be speaking there, but also they got bank presidents speaking there and all kinds of stuff. So you may want to check it out. So just go to my website, voicewalkers.com, and you can take a look. All right, because I just want to talk about the economics. I want to talk about the money. That's it. You know, like that song, Ain't Nothing Going On But The Rent. Well, I say ain't nothing going on but the mortgage. Ain't nothing going on but the resources. Ain't nothing going on but the money. So type the word money in the chat if you get what I'm saying. Type the word money in the chat. If black people get access to money, then in America, we get access to freedom. If you do not have any money and you do not know how to get money and you do not have the money to support whatever cause or agenda or ideas that you have, then you will not have freedom. You're going to feel like a slave and you're going to be frustrated. And all you can do is sit, sit out and protest the people that actually have control of the resources. All right. So moving on, hit the thumbs up button. Thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up, share, subscribe. So let's go. Let's finish up with, with Biden here in terms of why he's he's in big trouble. I don't know if it, what it means for his... Um, political aspirations. I don't know what he plans on doing. You know, he's, he, this is probably going to be his last term. Uh, but, uh, but, you know, Karen, um, Jean-Pierre, I think that's her name. Yeah. The, uh, the white house press secretary was really defending him pretty hard. And, um, I guess that's our job, right? We're, that's our job as black people to defend Democrats. Uh, and, and so, um, so here's what, let me get to the gist. I'm looking at an ABC news report. Uh, they said that, uh, that Biden is already the country's old, oldest president. Uh, and also they said that the poll also showed that Biden, uh, he narrowly comes out on top of Trump. So if he ran against Trump, he'd probably win. Uh, but they said that the biggest factors really hitting him are inflation, uh, the declining economy. A lot of consumers don't feel that the country's uh, going in the right direction. I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but the overwhelming majority of Americans uh, feel that the country is headed in the right direction, no matter who the politicians are. Also, they said that uh, the poll, there's a poll showing that Joe Biden's approval rating is about 30 percent right now. And uh, they said White House Pre Press Secretary Karen Jean-Pierre told reporters that the administration remains focused on issues at hand. Despite the latest survey, we showed that only 33 percent of respondents approve of the job Biden is doing. And 64 percent of Democrats say that they want somebody else to be the party's nominee in the next election. So you're going to see some changes. It's going to be interesting. I would say for black folks, in my opinion. I want to talk about the economics. I want to talk about reparations. If you want to get me out there voting for anybody, Democrat or Republican, I'm, I'm really open. I, I truly am okay either with any party that is, that provides capital for black people. Because if we get capital in the hands of black businesses, if we get capital in the hands of black people that want to own homes, or if we make it easy for black, black folks to get access to resources for things other than, think about this. Why is it? Why 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 do we live in a country where it's only easy for you to get a student loan or a car loan? Well, because because college, uh, to some extent, is can become an economic scam if you're paying too much. Like if you're paying two hundred thousand dollars for a, you know, some sort of general studies degree. Well, that's that you got cheated. You got cheated. You know, may, maybe twenty thousand, maybe forty thousand, maybe even sixty thousand would make sense. But but a hundred I, I see kids coming out of college with one hundred fifty thousand dollars in debt, two hundred thousand dollars in debt. No way to repay it. Well, well, there's a reason why student loans are easy to get. They could easily make mortgages just as easy to get as student loans. But student loans are easier to get because that's a bad loan. That's a bad trade for you in most cases if you are if you get too much of it, right? I, and I'm not talking about college in general being a bad place. I'm a college professor. My wife's a college professor. We love college. College is fun. You can learn a lot. If you get a professional degree, you're going to be better off than if you get some of these BS degrees that are out there. Um, but, uh, but, but you got to be really careful about that. The other thing, too, is car loans. Think about this. It's crazy. Uh, I saw something the other day that said that the average car note is now over $700 for you for a new car. That literally the average new car 
uh, car note is $712. And I did a calculation. And uh, let me see. They have something called the future value calculator. I, I teach my students how to do this um, in the stock market class if you if you want to join us. We meet on t- Tuesdays. We actually meet tomorrow morning. So just go to boyswalkins.com and you can um, you can do a free trial in the program. The first month is totally free. Uh, but, but, in, but let me see here. I literally could do um, a quick calculation here. Let me see if I can find it. Um, and, uh, and so if, if you're, so if I were to take that, that money and, uh, let me see here, let me see, let me, let me find the one that I like. Here we go. Here we go. So imagine this, what if I had $712 and I said, instead of me putting that money into a new car, I'm going to actually invest that money. Right. Uh, if I went to, uh, invest it, let me get this crap off the page. Sorry, this stupid ads. Um, if I did that for say 10 years, which would be 120 months. And let's say I earn 10% per year and, uh, and I put that money in, I think I would have some ridiculous amount of money. I can't remember what the number was. Okay. This calculator isn't working, but I wanted to say it was, uh, was it, was it close to a hundred thousand dollars, but it was some ridiculous amount of money that you would have if you were to take that money. I don't, I can't get this calculator to work. Well, I'll come next time and I'll have the number already prepared, but it's a really high number. It's a very high number. So what I want to say to you guys is that, you know, when you see people that want to go in and buy the most expensive cars and all this other stuff, just understand that when you're wondering where black wealth went, that's where it went. You know, if you're out spending lots of monthly payments on things that are not appreciating in value, then you're going to lose. You're on the losing side of that transaction. So, so where black wealth went, where we lost our wealth, that's an easy equation. We know exactly where our wealth went. White folks stole it and they blocked us from opportunities, all these other things. But but the bigger question, the bigger challenge is where is it going right now? Why does it continue to go down? Uh, and it continues to go down because we picked up a lot of bad habits very early because we're being taught all the wrong things as a kid. Okay. And I want you to learn the right things. So, um, so I can't get this calculator to work. I, I put the number, I put something in here and it went haywire. So what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to calculate it, but, but just if you were to add it up, like you add up $712 per month, uh, what's that? That's approximately, let's say about $8,000 a year. So that'll be $80,000 over, uh, a decade, I'm going to guess it would be about $150,000 in wealth that you could have if you'd put that money in the stock market instead. So process that for a minute. You got people out here that have nice new cars who have no money in their pocket. Well, if you want to know why they have no money in their pocket, it's not just because the economy's messed up. It's not just because of racism. It's not just because their boss won't give them the promotion they deserve. It's because they're literally taking the money that should be growing and they're killing that money by dumping it into a, a, basically the financial version of a toxic waste dump. So if you want to know uh, something more specific in terms of what, what I what I personally do, I can afford new cars now. I, I have enough money to buy cars and stuff. And my wife and I drive nice cars. We don't drive we don't drive hoopties. Um, but when we went shopping for our last car, we went to the dealership and we saw the new version. And the new version was um, nice, but you know, we, I just didn't like the price because I was thinking about all the things I could do with that cash in, in terms of growing it as opposed to giving it away. So what we did was we, we got the same car. Well, we got a model that was three years older. So check this out. And this was a somewhat luxury car. It's, um, it was an, uh, an infinity. I'll just tell you guys. It was a, so the new version was like, we first we looked at the Lincolns. They were like 100000 I was like, I'm not paying 100000 for a car. Then we looked at the Cadillacs. They were almost 100000 And then we went to look at the Infinities, which are kind of similar, right? Similar class. 
those were about 80 grand. And I was like, you know, we could buy it, but I really don't feel comfortable spending this much money on a car. So uh, we went and I said, I know what we can do. Why don't we go to look at the 2018s? Like it was 2021. I said, let's look at the three-year-old cars. And we found a three-year-old car that was just like the one that we saw that we loved that had maybe 25,000 miles on it. That was $30,000 cheaper, right? So if you do that math and I, let's say you take that 30,000 and I invest that money in stocks or a business or whatever, I can grow that 30,000 into 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, hundred thousand dollars over time. And, but, but if you're not thinking about it, if you're not careful, you, you can end up giving all that money away. And then somebody else takes that money and grows it and does whatever. So it's just, it's just like throwing away, you know, you got this wonderful girlfriend and you throw her away. And next thing you know, you're mad because somebody else took a woman and built a family and they're living their best life with, with the person that you were supposed to be with because you weren't able to think ahead. So, so, you know, continue to think that way. Uh, be smart. A lot of you are doing intelligent things with your money. I applaud you for that. And I just want to encourage you to keep that, you know, keep that on your mind. When, when these politicians come talking about Black Lives Matter and all these other triggers, these things that, that distract us, um, I want to get back to the economics. So, uh, so that's it. That's my two cents. Uh, what do I think about Biden in general? I believe that Biden is uh, not going to be our president uh, in two years. Um, I think he's either going to pass away or he's going to uh, resign. Uh, Kamala Harris, I believe, is going to be the president before the term is up. I don't believe she's going to get reelected. I think the Republicans are going to win, and I think they're going to get body slammed in the midterm elections. I also predict that we're going to be in a recession. It won't be that long. It won't be that bad. But you could see uh, some negative effects. And here's the other thing, too. You've got what they call black swan events in economics. Black swan events are events that you just don't even see coming. So here's the thing. You've got you've got various levels. to There's levels to this. You've got the known the unknown, and then you got the unknown unknowns. So you got the things you know, the things you know that you don't know, and then you got the things you don't know that you don't know. So it's that last category that throws everything on his head, right? So right now, for example, uh, China is speaking really, really gangster-like about Taiwan. Well, if China gets gangster with Taiwan, then the United States steps into the fight. Next thing you know, we got World War III, right? Russia, Ukraine is happening right now. You never know when some incident is going to take this thing to the next level. So you've got all these other external events that could cause some, you know, some serious problems, uh, and and they are going to happen. So so generally speaking, I would say that if you're trying to build your wealth over time, be consistent, pick your strategy now, stick with it. Don't try to go adjusting based on everything that's happening. Just kind of pick pick your style. And long term investors almost always win. In fact, I, I'm not gonna say almost always. Long term investors always win. Actually, in the stock market, if you look at the data, you look at the history. Those who are consistent, those who diversify, those who keep doing the same thing over and over, they do better than the people who are running around chasing waterfalls. Just stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. That's how you succeed. Now, last thing I promise you guys: uh, do me a favor, thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up. Hit the thumbs up button. Also, a quick reminder again. Uh, in Atlanta on July 22nd. My wife and I are hosting actually a speed dating event in Atlanta. You know, my wife is um, a relationship therapist and a matchmaker and all that. So she wanted to do something for B1 singles for black folks that are looking to meet other good black people. So if you want to go sign up for that, that's July 22nd in Atlanta at the Legacy Center with AKA the Black House uh, run by Jane Ernestine Morrison. So if you'd like to go check that out, just go to boysandalicia.com. Just don't bring no, bring your mature self, be a mature person. Like, don't come in there doing crazy stuff. All right. And the um, other thing, too, is, uh, is I mentioned to you guys that I would mention some stocks that I really like as of late. I really like China a lot. I invested. I what? Here's the thing. Here's the reason why I love China right now. I love China because uh, China is 
kind of doing the exact opposite of what the, the Federal Reserve is doing in the United States. The Federal Reserve in the United States is basically saying, okay, the party's over. We are, um, we, you know, we're shutting this economy down. We're going to fight inflation no matter what. Uh, fighting inflation is like fighting cancer. Uh, sometimes the chemotherapy will kill the person faster than the cancer will. So uh, they're raising interest rates. They're also shutting down their bond their bond buyback program, which, which basically is where they're pulling money out of the economy, basically, right? And the problem with that is that there's also a recession that's happening. And the recession, some people believe that it's already here. So you're in a recession. And you're like you're. It's like you're hammering. You're kicking the economy while it's down. That's the risk, right? That that the economy is slowing down, and that they're kicking it around, and it becomes a problem. So one of the things that 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 I discovered when I was kind of going through my research is that China's kind of doing the opposite. China is trying to rebuild, reboost their economy uh, after shutting out all the shutdowns from COVID. That means that in the United States, they are taking money out of the economy. In China, they're going to be pumping money into the economy. So, so a lot of people believe that a lot of these Chinese companies that are getting their butts kicked are going to start rising up because the government is going to support them. Government support is almost everything when it comes to a strong stock market. So what is my point? What am I sharing with you? Well, if you go to Boyce, drboycechina.com, uh, if you sign up on our email list, I will email you a list of Chinese companies that I like. A lot of these, these are companies that I put my money into. I put thousands of dollars in these companies because I have a strong belief that as a long-term investor, these companies are going to do well. So I wanted to invest in them now before the prices double and triple. And, uh, and remember, that's how you make your money. You 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 go shopping when the market's down. You don't go shopping when the market's up. A lot of people go shopping when the market's up and they run away when the market's down. Well, when those people run away, they're abandoning really good companies at a really good price, and that's your chance to go in there and make your money. So any long-term investor in the building, feel free. Just go to drboyschina.com. The list is right there, and you can have you can check out those stocks. I vetted them carefully. I really like what I see. And also, don't forget that tomorrow. We're meeting for stock market investor class. So if you'd like to join us for class, uh, you can still go register. Just go to boycewalkins.com. The first month is free. Also, if you're on Instagram, you can hit the link in the bio. Okay, guys. Well, that's it. I'm out of here. Uh, it was fun talking to you, and I love you, and I will see you soon. I hope you make a trillion dollars, and uh, have a good day. Talk to you guys later. Peace. Here we are, clan, the isms, cataclysm, great. Our people out here struggling, trying to make it in this state. Everybody out here doing it, but we the ones who late. Now, family, we the ones who gotta delegate. Get that money in the power, never be fake. Stick to co-sign for three. What did he say? Uh, create jobs, support our own. Educate the same and buy back your home. Got three degrees, triple ten. Three PhDs, now we on the CNN. DBTV, let's talk about negligence. Ignorance is bliss, but we can turn it to intelligence. Please, none of what you hear, half of what you see. Let's break it down here on Dr. Boyce TV. Here we are.